0: Joe, how's it going?
1: Not too bad, man.
0: Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Good to be back. Anything new since you last been here?
1: Not much, man. Just work. Work. And um, that's that's really it. Work and sleep, I feel like, is all I, all I do. So Cop life. The cop life. You know it. You know it.
0: All right, so today we're going to be talking about morality. Okay. And so let's just start off with the definition of morality. And we'll go yeah. from there since we both need to agree on this definition sure. before we can go anywhere. Sure.
1: We're just having a discussion. Yes. Yep.
0: So morality, did I say debate? N-
1: no, I just I just am okay, gotcha. adding yeah. to that. Yes, just, it
0: is a discussion. Yes. We're not debating yep. anything. Unless We're, we can
1: debate it if you want. Let's do it. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not worth it.
0: Okay. Um. So morality is the reference point in which people decide if an action is morally right or morally wrong. If it is right or wrong. Yeah.
1: So basically, yeah.
0: if let's say we're caught in in, in a moral dilemma. Yes. Um we're going to say so I might say something is right, you may say something is wrong. Mm-hmm. But regardless of our opinions, if it's right or wrong, yeah. we need to consult the reference point or the standard that is beyond us. Yes. to tell us this is right or this is wrong. Yes. Or otherwise we're just talking in circles. I agree. Right.
1: I totally agree with that. And you you said something very interesting. You said, we need to consult something outside of ourselves. Yes. Right? So...
0: That seems to be an essential component that makes morality.
1: Yes. I And I would agree. I would totally agree with that. Um, so when it comes to, I guess, that kind of thought process outside of ourselves, we're... I feel like we would run into some issues is, okay, I'm gonna set something before you and, and we'll see how you kind of would respond to it. So if me and you had a like a moral disagreement on something and let's say there there was no outside there was no nothing outside of ourselves. If you want to call that God that's fine. But Let's just let's just X that out for for now. How how would we settle our moral dilemma if, if say, you're telling me it's not okay to kill a guy that just wronged me, and I want I want to just kill him. I want to get rid of him. How do we settle that between, in your opinion, how do so this we settle a, that between us?
0: This is how it would start. I would say, I think that's wrong. That's, that's displeasing to me. And you would say, I have no problem with it. I, sure. I'm obviously killing the person, sure. so I don't find a problem with it. And so... Why does my opinion trump yours? Correct. There has to be a reason why mine would trump yours or your, yours would trump mine. Correct. We need to consult something outside of ourselves that is objective and unchanging.
1: Now the question is, do we make that? Do we create a construct that, that ultimately would come back to it, it's still part of us? You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It wouldn't really be outside of us if we ourselves create it. We would mm-hmm. all have to... It seems to be that we would all have to be on on the same page. And I guess it still wouldn't be considered objective because it wouldn't be independent of... from us. It would still be subject to uh, us Mm -hmm. thinking it. Does that... Yeah. Do you see what I'm kind of saying? There's
0: many different perspectives. Some people would say there is no standard and all you do have is that objectivity. So that just makes morality preferences. It's like vanilla or chocolate.
1: Right. Which, yeah is you're not gonna really it's hard to live that out because chocolate would be yeah it's okay to kill someone and vanilla would be it's not okay and how do we figure out who's right or wrong and mm. nobody's really right it's just a flavor <clears throat> my flavor and I might have my reasons you know mm-hmm. we can't and I guess the point is it's hard to actually we don't live that way mm-hmm. in our especially in our system we don't live as if everything is subjective right we live as if Murder is wrong independent of whether I think that it's wrong. And we've created this moral construct known as laws. So here
0: here are our options. Yep. It's either there is no standard and everything is preferences. Yeah. Or it's grounded in something outside of us. Yep. And that could be many options. There's a Christian morality that would say it's grounded in God's nature. Yep. And so God's character is the standard. So if we're not acting like God, if we're not acting morally as God would, Mm -hmm. then we're falling short of that standard. Right. That would be the Christian morality perspective. Yep. Another perspective that it it could be grounded in the physical world, our physical nature. Yeah. So um, let's say what would happen if you, um, keep food from somebody, mm-hmm. they would starve. They would starve. Because it is grounded in their nature as a human being to need food. Correct. And you are depriving them of that necessity. Correct. So then the standard would be in our nature. Right. So what, out of those three perspectives, what do you think, what are your thoughts on those?
1: So the na- as far as our nature, you're just kind of saying that that's just because we have that desire, if we deprive another person of that, the ability to attain that, mm-hmm. it's wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Can, uh, is that? Am I understanding that correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, someone put it that uh, if you inhibit someone from reaching their full potential as mm-hmm. a human being, as a, as their nature of a human being, then that is short of the nature morality. Okay. So. I guess let, let's kind of dive into just that
1: for a second mm-hmm. cuz I think that's pretty important. Cuz what I think is ultimately it comes back to a value issue. Mm-hmm. Are human beings valuable or are they not valuable? And where do we derive the value from? Mm-hmm. Do we give our again, do we give ourselves the value or do we create the morals? Do we give ourselves and others value whether it's how they're affecting me or how we function as a group or whatever regardless of what you say if there is no outside source if there is no god the value is is subjective and it's it's arbitrary mm-hmm. it's for whatever reason this person i feel i give them value or i don't give them value it goes back to what is your origin well if there's no creation if there's no creator then you are an accident. Your essence is basically you are pond scum evolved to a higher order for no apparent reason in what Richard Dawkins would call a blind, pitiless, indifferent universe that neither knows nor cares. That's your essence in that worldview. With, with, can I stop outside. you right there? Yes.
0: <clears throat> so that seems to be definitely, um, you're saying if value is subjective, mm-hmm. then it is really an unstable value source that isn't consistent. If you lose someone, then someone becomes unvaluable because their perspective is gone on it.
1: Yes. If you, if you are creating the value system, because again, without the outside source, without the intention of creation and the value that's given to you by something outside of yourself, independent of human thought, if you don't have that... And you are simply an accident creating subjective value systems and moral systems that's all fine and good but in the grand scheme it's it's pointless there's there's really no purpose because you are your end destiny is death anyway and for you to create systems and try to say that we need to survive and continue to do this and flourish well Again, that's all great and it would seem to make sense in this construct, but You have to ask yourself why? Why is it okay to why do we need to flourish? What what is the point of that if Everything is already gonna be the way it is and that's gonna end in a blank void So the value and and the morals that we give subjectively only serve as sort of an illusion to pretty much what I'm trying to say is hide the fact that everything really is meaningless. Without a creator, there's no way around it. It's really that that simple. Everything so, is
0: meaningless. To summarize your perspective, you would say that God is essential in order for us to have continuous value as human beings.
1: What, what I'm saying is yes. I'm saying without that source independent of our thought process, yes, everything is yeah it's 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 pointless you you can't derive any sort of meaning from an accident
0: okay so let's examine that concept of value really quick let's just slow things down and take it let's look at value yep so do you think that money has value
1: it has value yeah it has value for for us yes so that we can buy things that we need
0: what is essential for money to have value.
1: What's essential for money to have value? Yeah. Um I guess the ability to attain life-giving goods. So so food.
0: you're saying the the essential component for the value of money is us. Oh sorry, I just banged the microphone.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think I think so. Wait, what was your question?
0: You're saying that the essential component yeah, we that need to be gives money value
1: is us. We need to be here without the without Our needs. Us, without us, but without us, money wouldn't even exist. Like, it wouldn't even ex- exist. You see what I'm saying? But...
0: It wouldn't even be there. Because we created it. Something is valuable if it is valuable to someone or something. Mm-hmm. That it can use that thing. Right. That it has value to that particular thing in relation. Right. And so if you lose the the external object that gives it value, mm-hmm. then you lose, the thing loses its inherent, it doesn't have inherent value. It has a, uh, subjected upon value. We endow things with value.
2: Right.
0: We say, I need this, and mm-hmm. so I would pay a big price for this. Some people would say, I don't need this, mm-hmm. I would pay a little price for this.
1: Right. So, I-, I see what you're saying, but I, I guess just to simplify simplify it. Mm-hmm. We're here <clears throat> by one of two reasons: accident, pur- purpose, intention. Accident or purpose intention. I don't know of any other option to you. Is there any accident, other
0: purpose, or intention?
1: Yeah, either at, it was an accident that we're here, or it was intentional. Is there any other options? Um, it was either accidental. Not that I know of. <laughs> okay. All right. So accidental or intentional. So mm-hmm. now we have, based on that, we have desires that we talked about, mm-hmm. right? We, have, we need, have the desire to eat and drink and um, procreate mm-hmm. and all these, all these things that are kind of programmed in. Again, either accidental or intentional. Let's go with accidental. Okay. Accidental. I need to eat and I need to drink and I can't deprive other people of that or else they're going to die mm-hmm. right and, and we, that's not good that's not a good thing because we're depriving them of that now the question becomes why is depriving other people of that a bad thing and what standard do we use to say that
0: I think we're See at a, I'm saying? I think we're at a new level once we ask that question Yes we are because you're saying okay for the most part, everyone wants to live, and right. so society is going to agree that um, we should value lives because that helps us further other things that we can do. Exactly. It, so it, 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 life
1: is preferable to death, but but the the jump up we have to ask is why is yes. life better? Because everything is me literally meaningless because it was an accident. You got to remember. You always have to remember yes. this. your essence is an accident. So whether you see somebody suffering. That's just an accident. Suffering, you know, being murdered, being raped. They, they're accidental anyway. The rapist and the one who's being raped are going to have the exact same destiny, and it's 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 settled. That's already settled. So there's there's no real justice or meaning or anything, even though we don't live like that. So those are questions that have to be answered. Sorry, go ahead. So
0: does does everyone value life, or is it just the majority value life?
1: Well, I think uh, that's a hard. That's a really hard question to answer. I guess...
0: I can prove that, that not everyone values life. Because you have to ask... Go ahead. Uh, what lives do we mean first? Yep. Is we, it your own if you, or is it if, if you kill plants, if you kill animals, if you step on an insect. Not everyone values all life. We pick certain life. Somehow we treat human life differently. Yes. Okay, go on. Just wanted to bring that up. But that's because we relate to... The suffering of others. We're like I'm like you. Mm-hmm. I know what you feel. Yep. I would want you to do the same for me. Sure, sure. And Treat I others just, how you would like to be treated.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I, I just find it, you know, and this uh, this is not um, a pr- It's not a proof by any means, mm-hmm. but I do find it very interesting that that human beings, you know, are the only. As far as we know, as far as we've observed, we are the only ones that are capable of, you know, rational thought, critical thinking, self-reflection, asking asking philosophical questions, you know, about our existence,
0: you know? I don't want to get into like the whole no, 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 what no. separates humans from animals because sure. in my opinion, it's just degree of difference. Right. We Something can, has to explain the reason why. You can get into like, we can tell stories, mm-hmm. we can contemplate the the things of life, but ultimately you're assuming that an animal can't do this because you can't get into their mind. And there's no way that we could ever get into their mind to know for sure.
1: No, we can't. But what we can do is we can make reasonable guesses, guesses that you know they don't they don't create cars and they don't create they yeah. don't have technology and mm-hmm. robots and and uh, w- there's an obvious distinction i think we would mm-hmm. all agree on between animals and human beings and something has to make up for that difference but we like yeah. you said we don't that's a, i that is a different topic but, but okay so but, that
0: was i was saying that uh not everyone values all life so that's the first thing and then even in the case of like suicide mm-hmm. you say you say that or someone would say that I value the ceasing of my suffering, my physical suffering, or emotional suffering, mm-hmm. right. over me continuing to have experiences.
1: Okay, let me stop you there quick. Just because, of, you know, when you, when you talk about the suicide thing, I, I, I can't get into other people's heads yeah. with that. But, what I can say is, I reasonably believe that the people who follow through with, with kill, killing themselves are desperately trying to detach themselves from their negative circumstances. Mm-hmm. If they had <clears throat> optimal circumstances, you know, yes, they would they would absolutely <clears throat> not want to die.
0: Mm. A sui- so, suicide is going against your nature. It is. Because your nature is to survive. Yes. And so there has to be when anyone makes a value choice mm-hmm. that is against their nature. Yeah. That's what we would call mental illness. Sure.
1: I honestly, Todd, I don't think you. And I'm not saying that you're inferring this, but maybe others have that if you commit suicide, you're you have mental illness. Well, there's there's degrees
0: to mental illness. Mm-hmm. I would say, like the average conception when you call someone mentally ill, yeah, is that they are belong in a psych ward or that they're yeah, losing that their mind. That would
1: be the average. Like when I know, say
0: mental yep. illness, I'm sorry, I should have clarified this. No, no, that's, when I say mental illness, I believe everyone has a degree of mental illness. I would agree
1: with that. Though. We
0: have yes. we have nuances mm-hmm. of mental illness that not everyone is 100% perfectly mentally stable. That's what I mean when I say it's a choice of mental illness. Because whenever you're acting in opposition to your nature, that is not natural.
1: Right. Yeah. I 100% agree.
0: That's why we have unhealthy thought patterns. Mm-hmm. We have unhealthy actions. Yep. Everyone has a degree of mental illness. Sure.
1: Yeah. No. I. And so
0: that should destigmatize mental illness right there—that everyone suffers.
1: Hundred percent, dude. And yeah, and I think that oh, there's a lot of people out there, you know, and understandably, that don't necessarily want to admit it—that they may mm-hmm. have. Again, like you said, it's it's varying degrees. Not not everybody mm-hmm. is. Belongs, you know, it's not black locked and white up in a psych ward or on all kinds of medications You know, there are plenty of people that function in society. Like I'll give myself as an example mm-hmm. I will readily admit that, you know, I function in society. I you know, I have a mm-hmm. job. Everything's everything's fine and But that doesn't mean that I don't struggle with things. I absolutely yeah. do, you know, and <clears throat> I would never exclude myself from that and and you know I've I've been in a lot of circumstances and and i've gone through times in my life where i've you know i've i've been there where i'm like man is this even worth it Mm -hmm. you know and i think a a lot of people can relate to that it's just it's hard to to talk about you know and open up you know you have to establish relationships you know before that kind of stuff comes out people don't just readily you know talk about that
0: and it's a mix of nature and nurture you may Mm -hmm. be born with certain uh uh what is it? Uh, Desire. You, you lean towards something. Inclinations sure. or sure. things that make it easier for you to go towards things. doesn't mean you will, like but you're... it makes it easier for you to. Yes. Yeah. And then also there's the nurture component, your environment, the yes. people you surround yourself with. Yep. There's a lot of factors that play into your degree of mental illness. It's huge. Yep. And uh, your actions.
1: Yep. That's a huge, that's a hundred percent. I mean, I've even, <clears throat> I've even thought about this mm <clears throat> and again you know it kind of goes back to what you what you believe in um i guess as far as you know god and, mm-hmm. and 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 all that which you know i it's been made obvious on last podcast and many talks that we've had that you know i do i do believe in god but you know i think that uh as far as like you know the mental illness and 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 I don't want to say trauma, but in a way, we all have we all have trauma as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's to varying degrees. Yeah, as well. Yeah, and that's to yeah. ver- that's to varying degrees. And it, it's even possible that that can stem from birth. Mm. In, in and I guess that's just my own thought, but is it possible that we, you know, from birth, having come, f- you know, the way that we enter into the world, is it possible that we're all we all have that kind of negative beginning, even though it turns out okay. From birth, it's it's a traumatic experience, and you're just a, yeah. a, a newborn thing that's kind of from nothing, you know, created mm-hmm. and, and fashioned and thrown into the world. And there's and another factor
0: different. that might influence uh, someone's mental illness too, and that's their resiliency or res- resiliency. Yes. So we talk a lot about trauma. We don't talk about the strengths or the the support of people that someone might've had, the positive coping skills that someone has. Yes. There's, uh, there's a lot of factors that go into it.
1: Absolutely. There's a, there's a, a lot. 100%. 100%. And th- there's a lot to be said on, on trauma. Cause we talked about like varying degrees of, of mental illness. I think it all kind of just, it all kind of ties together. We're affected in so many ways. And a lot of the times we may not know it, but we'll act in a certain way and, and, and do not be aware of it we can mm-hmm. become aware of it you know um but not not everybody does and if you become aware of it that can help you maybe to get you through some stuff but not it's not going to fix everything but it can it can at least help mm-hmm. you know you'll be aware of it
0: so we kind of got off topic yeah of we morality, did. We, but yeah, we went off <laughs> i think we uh left at the at the problem of suicide yeah suicide right? yep so yep and that i wasn't trying to like down anyone for no. making that choice, or families no. that are affected by that. No, I was simply saying that via action we value things at different moments in our lives, yes. whether it be a mistaken value judgment mm-hmm. or an actual value judgment. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yes,
0: values change continually. Yes, and sometimes we're blind to what we should actually value.
1: Absolutely, and it it goes back to you know where do we derive, how do we Derive value for human beings, you know, Mm -hmm. that's that's the big question along with The morality because I think that would tie in perfectly together morality and value, you know, Mm -hmm. and we talked about obviously Accidental versus intentional, you know, and that's that's something Each person has to really think about on their own, you know, how do we actually live? How do we function? You know the best? Do we function better with an objective Or is everything just subjective I think subjective Is it reality.
0: possible that um, I've heard this theory of religion mm-hmm. That we create um, We know the ideals of how we're supposed to live Yeah, We know that things work better If we treat each other well yep. And stuff like that yep. And so in, to ingrain this into our mind We create an external figure That represents all of these perfect characteristics Of a human being and then that acts as our reference point. We put a name on it. That's mm-hmm. why religions emphasize the name of God. Mm-hmm. Because you, you need a society grounded about, around those principles. If you don't, people get confused and lost.
1: It's interesting though, isn't it? When yeah. you think about it, like it's innately there that we need the...
0: It's in our nature.
1: It, it is. I'm not, so where does that
0: come I am not arguing that it's not there. Right. I am arguing that it's not grounded outside of this world. It's grounded in this world. It would... Okay. Let, let's
1: flip the script for a second. So that's like the God... That would be the God, like saying, we don't necessarily need God mm-hmm. for it. Okay. So the alternative would, would have to be then the accidental portion. Right, because you exclude God, you still need an explanation for the origin of of us
0: living. The majority of religions, um, they've come to the same moral principles, mm-hmm. and they they help their adherents mm-hmm. follow those moral principles in different ways. Sure. So we're we're getting to the same moral principles through different methods. Right. Like Taoism would be mm-hmm. following the Tao, the path, the way, and right. when you're when you're living according to nature. Sure. You're living in according to morality.
1: Right. But, but all, ultimately, you're, you're saying that those are more just constructs of this figure, of a figure that we would need, we organize, but we don't actually. We have organize
0: it. these stories around our psychology. Our psychology is represented through the stories. Okay. We encode our our morals, our mm-hmm. duties in these stories so that societies do not forget them. Right. So,
1: we have our psychology, and it's translated into religion. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, so like...
0: I'm I'm just trying to understand. So, I'm going to give you a pure example. Yep. Let's say we're cavemen, okay? Yep. And I want to live because I want other experiences. Yep. I like the pleasure and the pain even. You know, sometimes it's... I like eating food. I like experience. Yes. And so um, if someone causes me pain, I notice that that hurts. Yes. And I don't want to die. I've seen things die. Right. And so we're going to come together and say, we're not going to do that to either either of each other. Mm -hmm. And then what we do is we say, let's make a commandment Mm -hmm. saying thou shall not kill. Right. And then give that to an authority outside of us so that all of society is structured around that.
1: So it's just an illusion. It's, just a, it's an,
0: not an illusion because it's true. It's true, but it, it doesn't have any... But it's any not action. true in a literal sense. But
1: it doesn't have any actual grounding. It's really grounded in us. Yes. It's still grounded in us. We just have to... We feel like we have to cast it outside of ourselves. Which I respect that view. But is it also not possible that that's just the way we were created? And there is that. There actually is that. Because we don't disagree that the nature is there. Mm-hmm. We're just...
0: Why is the the nature this way
1: other than another way? Exactly. Or even better yet, is that being actually there? Did we illusorily create, I don't even know if that's a word, but did we create this being or according to our nature, or is that being there and created us according to his nature and therefore we have that nature? Because the opposite spectrum, because you can flip that right up, right upon our best explanation as far as how we got here and how we came to be up to this point is, you know, we have, um, the ability, you know, the ability to love, we, we want to continue to, um, procreate and, and build relationships and survive and all these things. And life can seem very wonderful. And, and life seem life has so many moments where you're just like, you know, this is horrible Like you know, I want I don't want to be here. And it also has this overwhelming beauty. So you take all that into consideration and think, okay, well, let's forget about the man in the sky for a second. Let's just go to a naturalistic explanation. All these things in my head, you know, relationships that I build with um, having kids or having a, a girlfriend or a wife and um, having friends and building my, myself a, a status in society. This is all... It it all seems good and it all seems like it's, you know, there for you to experience and all that, but really it's actually just an illusion because your main, your main focus is to survive and replicate it purely naturalistic, survive and replicate. Everything else is just an illusion Mm. placed by evolution. Hold on. Placed by evolution to make sure that you continue to procreate. And so a relationship that you have, if you think you love somebody, really... You, you love yourself. You don't. <laughs> because that's the person who's going to help you propagate your DNA. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think your, your parents love you, well, you're just a reflection of their DNA that they successfully passed along. It's all, it's all there for, for you to seem like it's good and that's why you want to keep going, but, but really it's just a disguise. So whether it's the man in the sky or whether it's a naturalistic explanation, both of them, one of one of them, they can't both be right. Obviously, if there's there's a God, then there's there's a reason why we have these things. And it's not just an an illusion. But if it's if it's a naturalistic explanation, it, it, it all is an illusion, just like someone would create a God as an illusion to make sense of certain things. Evolution has has programmed our minds to make sure that we continue to survive and replicate and is has basically created a delusion i'm glad i'm
0: glad you brought up that point because that's that's a very important point sure so uh (laughs) i'm sorry i just forgot no that's okay (laughs) what i was gonna say i
1: had i had the last podcast i had a freaking brain okay
0: yeah so you said um evolution programmed us to uh care for others because it's only beneficial for us.
1: Yes. So it seems, it seems to us that, yeah, duh, it's obvious we need to care for each other, but that's an illusion put there by evolution so that you get the best. Okay. Everything, there is no obligation for your mind to have any sort of, philosophical understanding of because it's
0: it's what helps me survive it's what helps me yeah procreate
1: and if it's the group it's the group if it's yourself if it switches okay the screw the group
0: so i got a response for that okay so i would say we have this thought that what is truly moral is doing something in which you get no benefit from and is only purely for the benefit of other, other people
1: yes and that is a powerful point. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful point, and I'm going to explain why. Because we do things against our nature all the time, and what can account for that? We have to ask ourselves that. It, in order to be but, consistent, we have to ask ourselves, what would be the answer to that? What's, and I'm guessing you're so, going to go on to your answer.
0: So um, can you think of any action mm-hmm. that you could possibly say where the person derives no benefit? Yes. From doing what?
1: Yes. There's been stories of, th- the first thing that comes to my head, there's been stories of um, men and women in combat who mm. who are, are are in the middle of chaos mm. and they have sacrificed themselves, their
0: lives. They, they, they didn't sacrifice... Um, but are they fulfilling their, what they find valuable, maybe their legacy or their... Uh whatever they were leaving behind.
1: I, I guess you'd have Maybe to, they care about that. You'd have to ask them in that moment, but
0: I would say... You never know if someone's subjective. You don't. Yeah,
1: you but. don't, but I would say that they know they're probably going to give everything, and they don't... At that point, they probably don't have a full understanding of what they're giving up because mm-hmm. we don't know for sure the nature of our lives. All we can know in that moment is if I'm going to give my life, all I can know is it's probably going to be gone and whatever happens is going to happen and I can't know for sure. So if you want to... Well, if, if a person values their legacy and that's the value you have to attach to that, I guess you could say that, but I don't think that would be sufficient in in, in relation to what they just gave up.
0: An example I think of is um, a person that gave and gave without concern for themselves. Mm-hmm. I think of Mother Teresa. Okay. She would give all the time all the time and she would write how she is very very depressed sure and she's she's withholding that pride from herself of what she does she uh feels distant from god she doesn't seem to be getting anything out of it Mm -hmm. and i would say she's doing the the moral thing but is it truly moral if she's not happy doing it and if she's not satisfied doing it
2: it we
0: want both parties to go away with something whether Mm -hmm. it's inspiration whether it's that good feeling that you help somebody, mm-hmm. it's not wrong to feel that you did something good.
1: <laughs> no, and why she why she felt that way? That could just be a matter. That's it, it's a, a matter, matter of personal. Of, yes. you know.
0: But what the point is that it's okay to walk away with something, whether it be uh, just a sense of pride or or inspiration or thankfulness that you have the ability to do something. Mm-hmm. It's okay to to get something out of the out of the. The contract or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But there's room for that. This isn't that's one point. This is my other point. Sure. Helping someone helps you and helping yourself helps someone else. Because let's say someone completely neglects themselves within society. hmm Our lives are intimately intertwined with the rest of society. Yes. If we uh neglect ourselves, mm-hmm. the economy goes down. Mm-hmm uh everyone suffers mm-hmm. so we need to take care of ourselves and we need to take care of others just like in an ecosystem when you kill the keystone species everything in the forest starts dying mm-hmm. because everything is intricate intricately linked mm-hmm. and so when you say uh well i'm helping someone just for my selfish reason no you're helping someone because it helps everyone
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so that's not as it only loving it's very much loving because you're helping every single person, whether you're just helping an individual. Do you think
1: that when we talk about helping ourselves, like the way you you talked Mm -hmm. about helping me helps you and helps everybody, Mm -hmm. do you think that it may be possible that if we follow the logical to its logical conclusion the way that human beings live right now if we were to all just die if we were if human beings were to, all, were to die right now and mm-hmm. everything attached to us
0: would would there be a problem with that <laughs> would there be a problem um well, again, we're going against our nature on a global scale.
1: Okay, I get, I get. And that. so
0: we have that inherent nature, but we you, have the
1: nature. We you said nature.
0: a question earlier that, uh, where do we get this nature from?
1: Correct. And if it's natural, it doesn't really matter if we lose it, even if we think it would be bad.
0: But I disagree with that because we should be valuing the present. We shouldn't be worried about. Uh, we should be. Worried about enjoying the now.
1: So are we more valuable than the things, than the earth itself, let's say? Are we more valuable than it?
0: What decision allows me to enjoy the most successions of nows? Okay. That is to keep living.
1: And I get that. I get that. But let's just say for a second, all the human beings died. We we. I think it's actually some scientists would say that we're going to anyway. So let's just go right to that. Point. Yeah, we'd lose all value. We'd lose That's all That's the value. answer you're getting. Yes. Okay, but even further than that, are we more valuable than than the system that we actually rely upon? So basically, if humans die off, I think the I think the earth would actually probably flourish more so than if we're here because
0: Think about all the horrible things that we're doing. At- you're, you're making some great questions here. So my can I just respond to that? Yeah, really quick? go
1: for it. Go for it. So
0: not only is the human uh, society linked, but I would say the whole universe is linked mm-hmm. intricately. So if you say that removing all humans, like some people advocate for in order to fight climate change or okay. whatever, would help the planet, they're, they're in a sense true and in a sense false. In what sense false? They're in the sense false Mm -hmm. because the only reason that humans are hurting the nature is because they're going against their nature. They're not realizing that if they were to act according to their nature, everything would flourish. But yet, they go against their nature and they choose to have temporary satisfactions that don't last. It's not sustainable.
1: Mm -hmm. So it would almost seem that human beings were crafted in a way that would seem to be inherently would inherently make them flourish
0: we say the word crafted and created as if there's an external being that made us this way Mm -hmm. a a personified being but we the fact of the matter is we can't get beyond that point of the big bang we have no idea what happened to that whether it's a time flux where everything expanded again back Mm -hmm. in yeah. backwards and it and all over no again if there's a reincarnation cycle we have no idea and it's all speculation at that it point is,
1: it is it really is Absolutely.
0: we have no we, we don't even know the nature of time and how that operates if the future actually can influence the past like retrograde causality or whatever mm-hmm. so those types of metaphysical questions we can speculate on but at this point at least we don't have answers sure and, and so all we know is that the standard of morality is in our nature And so when we reference morality, what we're talking about is how we are. We don't know why we're not another way Mm -hmm. or if it could have been a different way. Mm -hmm. All we know is this is the way we are and this is the way we operate.
1: Yep. And I guess instead of, I guess as far as the nature that we agree on that we have, to me it would make more sense. Again, I'm stating, you know, anytime I talk about God or, you know, Stuff like that, I, I'm talking about what I believe, not necessarily what I can prove. Because if we talk about proof for a second, nobody actually, as far as proof goes, like, this is, this is absolutely provable. We can't really say really, anything we believe is absolutely provable. We don't believe things based on absolutes we believe things based on what's re- what is reasonable hmm. we we okay for example let's just say and, and
0: you would say that god is more reasonable but i would say the opposite i feel like we shouldn't even speculate to that point right. it, it seems more reasonable to accept what we know and what seems clear
1: absolutely and and yes i i can't say that i disagree with that because what we know is what we have now and we don't experience necessarily you know, that ultimate proof that everyone wants, you know as far as when it comes to God is, you know
0: Do you agree with this statement that just, we should look for a natural explanation before we look for a supernatural explanation?
1: Well, it de- it really just depends because I, I can see where you can get both I can see where a person would come to the conclusion that natural is all there is and I can also see the obviously I can see the reason why someone would draw the conclusion that there's got to be something more.
0: So, which of those choices is a dead end?
1: Which is a dead end?
0: Which one stops the search?
1: I think I think both of them.
0: I know we're we're continually in the process of science. We admit that we don't know how things work. Right. And we I'm not saying science can answer everything right philosophy is a is a component there's other things the thing is though todd is
1: science often ventures into philosophy and all,
0: all these subjects are intertwined yes in some like, way or another
1: when, when you hear you when you hear like lawrence krauss or um you know neil deGrasse talking about um in an infinite amount of universes there's an infinite amount of universes and um there could be a uh, there could be retrograde causality. That's fine. You, you, can say, you can say whatever you want. You could say that there's uh, uh, an alien spaceship outside of time, space, and matter that's flinging universes and beings into it. You can say that. But no matter what you say at that point, you have ventured into philosophy. You've ventured into philosophical points. It's more, you, yeah. <clears throat> you've left science. You can speculate on it because it's natural. It's an. It would be. It, it, it's better to just say there's. Prob. We know there's a a universe. So there's. It would be more reasonable to say there's trillions of universes to explain this universe, that we can't. We can't prove that there. Well, it depends
0: if you're making a theory or a truth claim. If you're making a theory, then you're still in science because you're just speculating.
1: Wouldn't God then just be a theory? Yeah,
0: I would just completely be. be okay with him being a theory. Yeah. But is there? Is there any way to escape our minds or escape this universe cuz we are boxed in?
1: We are boxed in and there's no way outside of it. So what it what it would take is a revelation. Basically. I think
0: God is probably one of the greatest theories of all time. Sure. It's it, just I feel like it hasn't held up to the test. Absolutely.
1: And and you know, and I'm it, not
0: even saying that there is no god. I'm just sure. saying I can't make that judgment. Sure. And
1: I'm, I can't either. I I can't I can't say there is a cuz I can't there's no way to prove it. But just like this chair, this chair right now could fail. Mm-hmm. Some mechanism in the chair could fail. And I I fall and hit my head and get hurt. I don't live my life like that. I reasonably assume this chair is going to stay the way it is. It's not going to fail, even though it could. Um, I, I leave my house every day and go to work. And reasonably assume, even though I know in the back of my head I could die at any time. Anybody could die at any time. But I don't limit my life based on... I need absolute proof that I'm not going to die today or I'm not going to do anything. So we don't, we don't, and I could keep going on and on, but we Mm -hmm. don't live our lives based off of absolutes. It would be, it would be ridiculous to try to live that out. Try and live that out. You won't be able to. Mm -hmm. So what do we, how do we draw inferences that are reasonable? And I'm glad, you know, the best thing you can say truthfully is I don't know, but this is what I reasonably believe. What am I looking for? Am I looking for truth? If you're looking for
0: truth, then you're going to f- you're going to pursue truth. I think the religious atheist dichotomy with like the new atheist and everything is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's like we're going back and forth on an issue that yeah. no one can know for sure. Sure? And it's going to go on for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> that debate.
1: Absolutely, it will, and it unfortunately So
0: yeah, so what is what is important to do while we're here? Should we just speculate on God's existence? or is there something deeper that we should be concerned with maybe the the problems of this actual world and maybe the people that are suffering or or things those those seem to be the more pertinent problems
1: sure i think this is my own, this is my own opinion at this point in my life i feel i reasonably i reasonably believe that there is a God, that we are created beings. We're created personal beings, and we were created by a personal being. I I believe that. I can't prove it. I can't sit here and try to convince other people of it. I can simply state what I believe. Along with that, I think as far as I'm concerned, as far as, you know, my study has found, I personally believe that the Bible best explains human beings current situation how we got here what's happening and where we're going can't prove it i can simply draw an inference based on based off of my experience in life and relating it to to what i see could i be wrong absolutely but that's what i put my Mm -hmm. my trust in and i can reasonably explain why i believe it I can reasonably explain why I believe there's a God and I have in the past and I will continue to build upon that. What I'm going to say is this, I think if there is a God and the God that I believe in exists, I think what it's going to take is an actual, if he's there, there's going to be, there's going to have to be some sort of revelation, just like there was in the past in the scriptures. Mm. There, there's always been... People have never been left completely in the dark as far as when it comes to a point in time where you need to make a decision. We can't make a decision and have our existence and our eternal destiny be based off something we don't really know for sure because that wouldn't be just. So I, I think... Don't, I don't want to get
0: into the theology. You no, no, can no, have no. a different podcast no, about fine. that. But.
1: that's fine. I just... As far as my personal belief, I think if there's a God at some point we will mm. all be aware of it. Yeah. And we will make that choice. If there's no God, it'll never be revealed. We will die and whatever happens, happens. But the the you asked, what do we do while we're here? Is there truth to be discovered? Yeah, something has to be true. Mm. Right? Something whether it's naturalism or theism, whatever it is, I think it wouldn't be wrong of us to to pursue that. And whatever is true is true you know if atheism is true if there's no God then that's what I'm going to believe and if, if, if my journey leads me to that and my, my understanding leads me to that I'm going to believe that if it's God I'm going to believe that if it's Scientology I'm going to believe that because it should be about what's true and
0: not what you want to be true what let's hope Scientology is not true
1: <laughs> let's hope but maybe they are who knows right um <laughs> But yes, that's that's what I would say. So I think it all the whole God thing, I think it comes back to a revelation. And I think, you know, without going into the God thing and actual mm-hmm. like scriptures or anything like that, I think that's what the Bible teaches.
0: So you would say that the only, just to summarize what you're saying, yeah, yeah. the only way that we'll for sure know if God is there if, is through some sort of divine revelation. It's a rev-
1: it would have to be a revelation. Eventually. Yes. Because okay. there's too much conflict as far as who God is, what he expects
0: of us, and all this other mm. you know, stuff. So, um, so as of now, people are okay with not accepting those. I think in order for... Because we don't know any better, right?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I think in order for justice to exist, we would have... Uh, because a lot of what religion or um, you know, belief in God, it, it comes along with an eternity either with him or you know, in some sense or uh, away from him. So, what is that going to be based oh, I on? I said I wouldn't get into. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. I said I th-
0: wouldn't get into <laughs> theology, but I just thought of the Bible verse like the nature proclaims the glory of God. So, wouldn't that go against scripture that everyone knows who God is just because we're here? What do you mean? I'm sorry. It's like nature uh, proclaims the glory of God. So, when people see nature, it shows that oh, God exists.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. Relative to what you already ha- kind of, If you've been,
0: let's say. So, let's... so that no one is without an excuse. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I disagree, but I, that's no, a different I, discussion. I
1: see what you're talking about. And, and, you know, I think it is a good argument and it, it's one of the arguments why I reasonably believe, you know, that there is some sort of creator because, you know, and I
0: would say all these stories are true on a psychological level. level. When they say nature proclaims the glory of God, mm-hmm. what they're really saying is that nature proclaims morality, nature yes. proclaims what we what human beings find sacred and divine yes, yes. that is true <laughs> yeah now what's not true is when we externalize this figure god and mm-hmm. think that he's an this abstract or concept is an actual person sure that's that's unless
1: the, he is unless he actually is which which we can't say <laughs> Exactly. which we can't but at the heart of our conversation is basically this was we have this nature that we agree on and it would seem to be consistent with objectivity. It would seem to be consistent with a, a, per, a purpose. And that purpose was either not a real purpose or a real purpose. But somehow we've created this as a way to um, you know, survive the best that we can. If I'm understanding that properly, all I'm saying is I get that. But let's not totally exclude, which I'm not saying you do because you don't, mm. let's not exclude the possibility yeah. that that nature is there that would seem to be consistent with objectivity because there is an objective creator the that reason, put it there. Do
0: you see what I'm a saying? A big reason why I would weigh in the side of that it not being a physical God is because mm-hmm. if you have a choice between what you can't see and what is right in front of you, mm-hmm. you choose what's right in front of you. <laughs> oh, abs- every, all day. Yeah, All day long. So that's all the only but it could be, and and what seems to fit all the all yeah. the facts. But but don't you think too, Todd, that it could be
1: an issue of perspective? Because if if you have this natural naturalistic predisposition of viewing things, you will you can you can be looking at the same thing and say, yeah, that's natural, and the other person can say, duh, that's not you know natural. I don't you see think, what I'm saying. I don't think we
0: like. You this is it. why I don't think that the religious and the atheist discussion is any beneficial because they both agree on the exact same thing. They're just calling it two different things, and the only the only difference is that the religious people externalize this mm-hmm. object mm-hmm. of morality and everything, and the atheists don't. That's the only difference. They both agree on the moral code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's in our nature.
1: De- you can't deny it. Yeah, it's hard. It's to just it.
0: they describe it in different ways.
1: Was it Nietzsche, Sartre, or Sartre? Maybe both of them, that were intellectually consistent, though, with with the understanding that, with no which they they were both I I don't think they were they were atheists maybe agnostic bordering on atheism. Yeah, Nietzsche
0: was a Christian growing up, and then he became an atheist. He Became yeah.
1: an atheist, and and they but they were able to follow they were able to follow, um, their conclusions to their logical conclusion logical which is basically that without god without god without that objective source it is com- it's completely subjective and we know we cannot live that way we've are i mean that's what we this is the heart of our conversation to
0: say there is a god or there is not a god i feel like is somewhat of an arrogant claim because you've, you you yeah. you would say that you know, know all the things. nature of the universe yeah, you have to know all things and that's it's just not possible to leave this universe no. and see from a perspective of nowhere that we we can't uh, get to obtain
1: absolutely the only thing like i said before is we can draw reasonable inferences based on our perspectives and that's where it comes i think down to each individual is really looking at both perspectives and trying trying your best to not have that that bias and 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 look at things as objectively as possible and and come to you know a conclusion there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that So how do we live our lives with all this in mind? I think that was the last kind of question that we um, left off on. There's nothing wrong with trying to pursue truth the best you can, and there's nothing wrong with you know living according to your nature. But be aware that that nature can be bad. That and and and, you know, where do we get those morals from? It's got to come from somewhere because you know it Mm -hmm. can't be this subjectivity all the time. Yeah.
0: So let's Bring it back to morals for just one last yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and then we'll close it off. Okay. So I'm gonna kind of contradict everything I've said. <laughs> Go for it. That's what <laughs> or or just about. pose to you a question. Pose it. Do you think that there we have this ingrained nature? Yes. That pushes us towards things that are good. Yes. And is resistant to those that are bad for yes. the most part. We do have a nature that is goes towards bad things too.
1: Absolutely. It's, yeah.
0: Yeah, we yep. have a mix of both. It's not all food good. is good, so we go towards that. Yep. But then we also have our nature wants to overconsume. Exactly. So we have both natures going yep. on at the same and time. And we have the yeah, we have the nature to do bad things. Mm-hmm. You know, sorry, go ahead. But actually, I, I take that back. the The bad thing is against our nature, because it really is destroying the good thing that makes us thrive. Okay. So the, uh, okay, so hold on. So I guess we are we're kind of using these. It is in our what nature mean, that we are capable of doing it, yeah. but it is against our good nature. It is it is in opposition to our good nature. Right. I can't. So it's anti nature.
1: It's it's hard. Okay, it, it is hard to sit here and not reference. Yeah, the Bible, because nature. I'm saying that
0: all these, yeah, I, everything. Sorry, not everything. Most of what the Bible says is accurate because it encodes our psychology. Absolutely. These things are true and no. we imprint them.
1: Not making a truth claim. Just what? Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what I'm saying. Yep, absolutely. The Bible recognizes things and it writes them down in our nature. That's my opinion. Sure. Okay. And that
1: could be that could be human or yeah, it could yeah. be an or, understanding or outside could be of it. Well, everything our own I'm opinion. stating is my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Same, same yeah. with me. Same.
0: So, my question is, is there ever a time that we are okay to go against our nature. That's a good question. Yeah,
1: that's a very good question.
0: And uh, something that comes up in my mind is: so the Bible talks about homosexuality, sure, and, and you could interpret that it you can yeah. interpret it in many different ways if it's a sin or not. Yep. But uh, they would say that it goes against our nature. Okay. So let's say it does go against our nature. Let's let's get homosexuality. Yeah. Okay. So our nature would be okay. Man and, man and woman go together and they can procreate. Correct. So that would seem like nature is organized in a way so that men and women can procreate together and not two of the same sex, right? Yeah. Yep. So my question is, is it ever okay for us to go against our nature? Now, biblically, I would say, ah, your hands are kind of tied there because once what God says is final. Mm-hmm. In my op- opinion, okay. it ultimately comes down to our social contract. So yes, this this goes against the nature of human beings. You are not able to procreate, but in another sense, it doesn't. That that going against nature doesn't produce serious harm to anyone. It uh, may produce more benefit to some people. I understand so, the argument.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: So it really comes down to what do we decide to do with our nature? And that, that's what comes back to our values, what we value as a society. Is what is going against our nature producing such a risk as to put the whole society at risk? Mm-hmm. Or is it not producing a risk and more benefits? And so we might as well go with it. Mm-hmm. So is there flexibility in nature?
1: Is there flexibility in nature in our, in our nature?
0: Is there flexibility in what we decide to do with our nature?
1: Okay. As far as making decisions based on our inclination to like um, have sex with whoever we want, yeah, or like murder here's people. Here's a here's or...
0: a lighter example away from homosexuality. Okay. Let's say uh, you go to a birthday party mm-hmm. and you've been working on your diet all week, and then you yeah. see the cake and you eat the cake. Yeah, you just went, went against your nature because your nature is to consume food that is good for you. But is it wrong in that sense? Hold on, a second. you went against your nature for a little bit, and it wasn't that serious. Hold
1: on. So you were at the party and you ate the cake? Yes. You're on a diet and you ate the cake?
0: Well, I'm saying consuming bad food. Okay. Like every once in a while, it's okay. Give yourself a break. You're going against your nature, but it's not that big of a deal. That that particular instance.
1: Right. Yes. So I think basically what you're saying is... I think you're answering your own question, right? Yeah. It, it is okay to
0: go yes. against your I just wanted to post it to you in a, yeah. in a podcast format. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, that's, that's great. I, yeah, I think there's plenty of times where it's okay to go against your nature. And that can, I guess that can be bad things. We, we, we're using these moral terms like mm-hmm. good and bad, you know, I guess we really should have established what we mean by good and bad, but, uh, established what we mean by good and bad. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I think that there's times where it's a good, a good thing that we go against our nature. So like, just a, just a very simple example. You're at home, you live at home, you know, with your parents and your mom asks you to clean the kitchen and you and do the dishes. And there's a lot of dishes and you don't feel like it. But you know, let's say in the back of your head that your mom had a really rough day and mm-hmm. she's really tired. And you know though that that she, you know, even if you just walk upstairs and say whatever, she's gonna do it. Even though she doesn't want to, you know, she's gonna take care of it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you. You can go against you can I would say in that moment your nature would be to just go upstairs because you don't you don't wanna be dealing with the any of that. You I, just would, I would call it
0: anti nature because just because I value social bonds more than I value the pleasure, sure, and that's in that situation. Yep, but yeah, you're going against your anti-nature or nature, yeah. right?
1: So you go upstairs, and mom does the dishes and whatever. Or you can you can be feeling in that moment, I do not want to be doing this at all, and yet for my mom, because I love her, I'm gonna I'm gonna do these dishes and I'm gonna clean clean the house. Very simple example, but I think it gets the point across that we can. We can do things against our nature that would seem to transcend mm-hmm. our own programmed desires, however you want to interpret that. Mm-hmm. And I think that reveals something truly special about, about us. We're not but totally can you, confined
0: to would you no, say? I, would you say doing something that is wrong is ever okay? Doing
1: something wrong.
0: When I say doing something wrong, I mean going against your good nature.
1: to say that to to say that you'd be doing something wrong or even good you'd have to we would have to like the cake example
0: it. like the cake so like a simple you're hurting example yourself
1: like, right yeah i mean in, in a simple example like that you know it's yeah you're hurting your i guess you know you're you're hurting your body so you And you're hurting be,
0: the ones you love cuz if you eat too much i mean right yeah but it, but, but it's the, the product of the consequences of this situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not every day that you're doing it.
1: No, it's not.
0: There's a lot of factors that come into play.
1: I'm just, I'm trying to think of an, <laughs> a, a
0: different... Example? Yeah, like... Um, that may, like, harm somebody else directly, or...
1: Like, if somebody... Like, if somebody... Okay, how about if somebody is going around and abusing children, mm-hmm. and...
0: Like, it, yeah, it's it a perfect example. Okay. Or, or like a, a, a mass shooter, mm-hmm. you know, they come in, your nature is not to kill them. Right. But you you kill them to protect. Basically, if you don't, the,
1: the scenario you would have is if you don't do something, more people are going to die. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I would almost <laughs> argue it would be in your nature to do something. And that's just so, that's yeah. Just, we're
0: talking about two sides of the same coin.
1: Yeah, we are. It's
0: so just like do you know the yin and yang symbol? It's yeah, the, it's, it's the white and the black, like, like raindrops, kind of. Yes. Yep. Well, they're basically saying is that goodness and badness are intertwined, mm-hmm. and that uh, there is an element of good that's the dot on one side. There's an element of good in the bad, and there's an element of bad in the good. Oh yeah. A small element but it's there. Yep. And I think that's completely true.
1: I think so too. I agree, man. I like, I think even, and we've heard this said before in any, in any good situation, in in any good situation, you can probably, you could probably find something bad in it Mm. if you really wanted to. And also in every bad situation, I can think of of you know any any bad any situation, bad situation I've been in.
0: You could grow from it. You can you can always. You could yes. Hundred uh, percent. Build your character from it. Yep, hundred percent. There's always that little piece. Yeah,
1: as far as talking about the, yeah, I mean there's there's abs, that's absolutely, and I, that's something we experience. Mm-hmm. Each individual, at least yeah, I have. So mm. yeah.
0: Well, we've been going for a long time here, so I think. How we're, long's it been? Oh, I don't even. Can't see the timer from here, but probably like ten hours. <laughs> All right, so we're probably going to cut it off, but thanks for talking, Joe. I really really appreciate it. fun,
1: man. Anytime. We'll have you
0: back. Yeah. Uh, Follow Thinking Over Coffee on Facebook for more details on new episodes, and have a good day. Peace out.